right, left. Thank you. Combat Ooh. diva. So bad. Hey. Oh, you got cheers. Look. Cheers. We're, we're together, but we're apart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we in this alone, but together. <laughs> together alone like that's the oxymoron shit is that <laughs> that's the theme of uh, corona so i like it theme. so this I'm is right our coronavirus that. episode with the covid 19 and uh we're in illinois so we the governor to- yeah the governor <laughs> it's okay the governor <laughs> has officially shut down the state and so we're inside, and it's, it's it's a little blizzard outside as well. So that's great. Oh my god, that'll <laughs> so, keep you in the house. So we're in the house no matter what. Grocery stores are open, gas stations open. That's it, right? Yeah, they got some. They got a few stores. I found out Dollar Tree open. Okay, maybe that counts as grocery. Tissue. They got tissue. They do at Dollar Tree. That's the first time I ain't seen some fucking tissue in two goddamn weeks. At, at Dollar Tree? At Dollar Tree. Fucking hoarders. Is it like tissue? Is it like skill skill craft tissue or something? Ah! Like, that, like that hard tissue? <laughs> they had scooties. They had Scott. They got Scotch and then they had like something saver or some nice. shit. But at Dollar Tree, not family. At Dollar Tree. A Dollar oh, wow. Tree. Dollar Tree. Awesome. Dollar, Dollar store. Go ahead, Dollar Tree. The uh the the clerk, she was like. Uh, we got some more tissue. It's not brand name, but you know we got some more. I was like, no, sorry, sorry. At least got some sorry. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, okay. I was like, <laughs> silly. Yeah, it's only Scotts. So I can get two more. Only Scotts. They have a limit. You can only get four. So I should have, I should have grabbed the, the, the roll. I had it. Yeah. That's it. The nice Scott tissue. The nice Scott tissue. Wow. But it's not a full, full roll like you would get typically like at your, your regular grocers. But um, it's it's a roll. It's a roll that I have not seen. Did, did we ever figure out where the toilet tissue panic came from? I, I think people like in such a panic that maybe they was afraid of their bowels loosening up and cause like violent diarrhea. God forbid I get a serious answer from your ass because I mean, Corona. I mean, some people was like, they heard that the Corona, um, it, it, it gives you a diarrhea or something. I mean, I didn't read that as a symptom. Yeah, I still don't know exactly what happened. Uh-oh. I still don't know exactly what happened with the, um, with that whole thing, but I don't think we'll ever know what happened either. No. Why people was buying toilet tissue? Because I honestly don't even know anybody that went to the store and brought fifty-two rolls of toilet tissue. <laughs> I don't understand the point. So I never got to. I never got to the bottom of that one. But no. and um, then the ones that actually hoarded the tissue would never exactly tell you that they're the ones who hoarded the tissue because they don't want to look like an asshole. Because they were being extremely selfish. <clears throat> That's true. So. I mean, I'm 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 totally okay with everything's going on. Not th- that the world is in shambles, but that you know, we all dealing with this together. No matter how much money you got, no matter how little money you got, we're we're all experiencing this around the globe. And you know, I just feel like we're together. <laughs> I do. Like the, what was it? The coronavirus thing. We're all in this alone, but <laughs> but together. together. <laughs> there you go. Together alone. Together. 
we will do this <laughs> by socially distancing ourselves together. I can't say you. This but is serious. Long. This is serious, man. <laughs> we, Not we, real talk. We got together. I've, I've seen some good things. I've seen a lot of communities getting together and, you know, helping out the elderly and helping out, you know, those who have lost their jobs. I mean, we, we got together and helped out local businesses and stuff like that, so. I mean, that's good. I seen a video clip of um, the last day they was closing up the Chili's in um, Memphis, Tennessee. Mm. And they, um, I guess they, it was like some regulars. Um, of course, they couldn't assemble with 10 or more people. So I think it was roughly about like eight, maybe nine people, I don't know, at the bar. Mm-hmm. And they all gave her envelopes full of, with, with cash in it. Nice. And See, that's what I'm talking about. She had, the, she had the ugly cry like when Oprah told everybody they can get a car. I mean, I, that $500 probably was a game changer. It was. And I think I, it really was. Like, it was a bunch of 20s. And I'm like, I that's mean, awesome. she, was, she was good. She at least would be able to go get her family groceries if she has a family or maybe nice. a bill or two. Yeah. I mean, it, it's a big deal. I'm, my hope in humanity was restored in this past week. Now, there was a lot of not so great people in, in, in the world, but there were a lot of greatness. There were a lot of greatness. There were, there were a lot of great people doing great things in the community. On both That's sides. Just, a lot of good people on both sides. On both. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't figure out how to say that. Um, you know, the kids was picking up the lunches. I mean, you know, people was passing out lunches to the kids and breakfasts. You know, for the families who, the schools are shut down. So for the families who didn't have, you know, can't feed their kids all day long. Right, because it's a lot of people and people don't really, you know, understand how many (laughs) and how serious it is, how so many families depend on that breakfast and lunch that the kids get at school. Because some people really can't, you know, working parents or working mothers, working fathers, just people, period. A lot of times can't afford Absolutely. The supplies, send their kids to school with bag lunches or whatever. So the right. kids, they look forward to like breakfast and lunch at school. And now all the kids are out of school. So they like, what the fuck? Yeah. So, I mean, I, I thought that was a big deal to have people doing that. I mean, it's a lot of great things in the community. Like even when I was at the store with the toilet paper situation, I mean, I didn't really care. I mean, we, we were actually running low. So I spent like the first seven days joking like, ah, toilet paper. And then like, I looked down and I was like, ah, we're down to like the last four rows. <laughs> Maybe I should stop joking about this and get toilet paper. I think everybody needs to eat light breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So, right. so I, I went to go grab, you know, I thought I was going to just go grab toilet paper. But you know what? It was an older lady in the store. I felt terrible because she, she that's all she wanted was toilet paper. Like, I, you could tell, like, she was, like, desolate. I was like, here, ma'am, you, you can have my toilet paper, man. I'm not even, I ain't going to trip. We'll figure I, it out. I'll just use a rag, ma'am. <laughs> I found some toilet paper eventually. Well, my husband did, but I'm like, man, forget it. I'm not going to be fighting in here. And no. The little old lady in front of me, and I'm just going to take up toilet paper. <laughs> you can have that it, That was man. really nice. And then what they did, a lot of the local stores, they gave like a, like a senior hour yeah. to where uh, they had early hours to where mm-hmm. senior citizens can come in a store and actually grab the essentials and stuff that they need without having to trudge through a store full of frenzy customers and stuff yeah. like that. So I thought that was really nice. <clears throat> and then for people, <clears throat> cause I have a, um, like an app for the, for the, like the local neighborhoods around here, I guess yeah. that's the suburban thing. Cause I never seen that shit in the city. I have that too. You're right. Um, 
It's was it like next thing. door, like next door, next door. Yeah, yeah, next door, yeah. And <clears throat> they had someone put out a few posts where it was like, hey, if you know any shut-ins or, you know, senior citizens that need uh, groceries or anything like that, just send me a message, let me know, and then I'll go to the store and get their needs and stuff like that. And I thought that was pretty nice. That's dope. Yeah, I thought that was awesome, too. So, I mean, it's not all, I mean... It's it's a tough situation that we're in, but I, I have seen a lot of great things and I've seen a lot of people coming together, families even coming together, you know, people leaving their side chicks and being at home with they with they people they're supposed to be with. So that's great. I mean that's that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that's an amazing feat, you know. Man, it's hard to get people at the house. Now they ain't got no other choice but to be at the house. So you either come out here <laughs> or on the verge of divorce. Like <laughs> it's gonna be one or the other coming out of the Oh my God! A lot of these married people. So a lot of these married people that got fucking sad relationships, and then they in quarantine with the people that they made vows to. <laughs> Who fucking fuck be you? What the fuck? Uh, it was like, wait, imagine a joke all the messages for your sad bitch. You better not be in the house with that bitch. Y'all better not be touching. <laughs> <Y'all better laughs> <be> <laughs> Y'all better not be touching. And then you can't tell your spouse that you uh that you gotta go into the office because everybody is uh, you got a job that you can work from home. Right. Your building is shut down. What the fuck were you? Because the the city is on lockdown. Exactly. I mean, it's stupid. I think it's it's just it's a lot of good things though. And I was overly prepared for this quarantine. Like the military overly prepared me, and I appreciate it. Like I can live off rations. Too easy. I can yeah. not eat a lot. I can I can be alone. I can be with one or two people for days and days on end, apparently. So. I mean, but you're at home with another person that's military. Your husband is military. Yeah, we just bunker down. You have a four-year-old who doesn't eat a lot. Yeah, that's true. So, but I have a growing 11-year-old. Yeah. And a senior. Yeah. You don't know shh. Shit about rations. <laughs> the only thing that we have on our side is the fact that we grew up poor. Mm, so, well, well, Brendan didn't. Yeah. My son, my son didn't grow up poor. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I'm not rich. I ain't poor. But he didn't grow up as poor as you grew he up. Didn't, he didn't grow up wondering where his next meal was coming from. Mm-hmm. I didn't necessarily... Uh, uh, well, you know what? I didn't struggle, struggle, and I, like, in hindsight, I didn't struggle, struggle. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But uh, he got more of what he wanted rather than what was available. I understand. And what a you lot mean. of times, like I grew up getting what was available and not always what I wanted. I understand. Yeah, so me too. Like, mom, what's this food? Yeah. Fuck is this? But then you see how hard it is. Like even when I was growing up, we we you know got public assistance or whatever. And to see how hard it is for your mama to buy all them groceries at the beginning of the month, and the month, and that them groceries to stretch to the 30th or the 31st and whenever, like it ain't as easy as they kind of made it seem. You know, like you gotta buy enough meat, enough uh, uh, side dishes, enough snacks. We learned like everything a lot about meat eat. packages. Learned a lot about meat packages. Mm-hmm. So you, I mean, yeah, I did. I mean, you know, they buy all these pounds of meat, but then you know, you gotta you gotta break down the pounds when you get home, put them in a ziploc bag. So freeze two I mean, loaves of bread because you get three loaves of bread. Then you got freeze two loaves of bread. Yeah, too easy. Poverty prepared me for this too, so that's <laughs> that's great. <laughs> <laughs> 
poverty between poverty and military. I'm 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 sitting pretty in, I, at the I house. Say, I mean, we, I no complaints. We, we figured this shit out because yeah. uh, I'm even used to being with annoying little people all day because I mean I've been stuck with a bunch of privates and specialists that ask me a million questions anyway and, and say my name all day. Hey, Sergeant Givens. Hey, Sergeant Givens. Can I go to the store? Hey, Sergeant Givens. I want a snack. Hey, Sergeant Givens. I'll eat this. I don't like MREs. And it sounds like my four L. Same thing. So that that uh, works. He comes up to me asking questions. I could just be like, <laughs> scram. Got my face. Yeah. <laughs> I can't really tell why I'm scram yet. I, have to, uh, <laughs> I gotta explain why she got a scram. But, you know, I, I'm used to it because I've babysitted E4s and E3s all my life. So, yeah. well, not all my life, but 10 years. So, that works. I mean, practically, I mean, major, a, good, a good chunk of it. Yeah. A good chunk of it. Yeah. So, I'm all, I'm, I'm, I'm all good with it. You know, I just, I, I, my bad. No, I'm sorry. no, no, no. Go ahead. No, I was just saying, I, I do recognize though that, you know, a lot of people in the service industry and just, you know, people trying to figure out what to do with their jobs. I mean, that's problematic. So, yeah. just keeping those people in my thoughts. But, yeah, it, it has to be, it has to be rough trying to figure out, like, hey, waiting for the stuff to be over with, but still got bills. Because, <clears throat> first of all, mm-hmm. just cover it and give a nano fuck about a COVID coronavirus shit because they snatched that shit out of my check immediately. Wow. Who the fuck is at my door? Be careful. We're going to let you go answer the door. Oh, yeah, because yeah, I don't know who the fuck is at my door. I know you answer your door from your cell phone, so that's great. I'll be right back. This is exactly why we could never do it at our houses. No. And then that, that doorbell sounded mad aggressive because I heard it twice. <laughs> it rang with the same energy <laughs> on my phone as it did at the door. <laughs> yeah. It was real aggressive. Yeah. So now that we <laughs> we're at minute, yeah. So anyway, that's what's going on with us in the coronavirus. And we've been seeing some well, we've seen some funny videos. I mean the memes I've been seeing is on point. Um videos I've seen is on point. You can see the boredom. Even with celebrities um, coming down the line, celebrities got on no makeup, no filter, just just out here quarantined. However, it does send a message that you don't want to take it seriously, and hopefully, they they are hoping that everybody else takes it seriously as well. So. Exactly, because even celebrities are like uh, I can't even go see my barber. Look at me, I'm rough, but I'm staying home. Yeah. I mean, like, okay. I get it, and I appreciate them doing doing their part to make sure that everybody else is on is on target. So like that, that's a big deal. We don't know, though. You know, do we? Really? Don't, but at least they try. You know, they, yeah. they try and do their part. I mean, I mean the attorney just my hairdresser. You know? He had he had Kylie Jenner. So I mean, hey, you know, Kylie Kylie it's, Jenner says it. Of course, I feel like that's kind of sad home. though. Too that we. And it's not millennials, and I want people to stop saying it. These millennials won't sit down. No, we're sitting down. We're sitting down. <laughs> you know, not sitting down. Generation Z, and I, unfortunately, the the parents of the millennials they they not really sit down either. They no. they keep going to Home Depot and Walmart to build crafts and and stuff for their backyard. So we need we need all the the building dads to sit down. We need Gen- all the Gen- crafty moms. Then why? Yeah, the, the, they're the ones born in uh late was it early seventies? Somewhere around that round. The Gen Y is the parents of the Gen Zs. Oh yeah, them. Those. I think that's it has to be late seventies. Yeah. Like that. Like, <laughs> them. They they need to sit down. 
and they still work. And a lot of those people are in healthcare. So, I mean, these people can't sit down. And we appreciate our healthcare workers and our first responders, EMTs, fire department, police, transportation guard yeah yeah the, the, transportation the transportation they still have train train operators they still have um local uh, bus operators yeah so, so we appreciate them because i mean they they have to be exposed in order to keep the the essential parts of our community running so we appreciate them but yeah. um everybody else just sit down just <laughs> just sit down you know so every now and then the dj put on a good party on the internet tune in i mean dj nice got in here last night See, but look, that's what I'm saying. Look, the millennials, the early millennials, the first millennials, how about that? Because they got the second wave yeah. of the millennials, which is Gen Z. That's so true. the early millennials, we in here rocking out to DJs on Instagram, going live, yeah. and yeah. all the hits. Yeah. Whole time, the police is breaking up parties. Yeah. House parties. But that's Gen Z. Z. <laughs> yeah, that's the Gen Zs. They need like, to go split it out. I get get it see and that's the problem with them growing up with social media see we didn't grow up with social yeah. millennials we we hit the the social media scene maybe off until our it started booming maybe in our early 20s yeah that's what we still had the in our early 20s we still had the um the the, the messenger we still had no Matter of fact, no, that's old. Messenger's old, but we had MySpace. It was coming into MySpace, yeah. the, the birth of Facebook, yeah. all of that stuff. So we kind of got that stuff a little bit later. We started to get that stuff like around 2021, 22, 23-ish or whatever. Mm-hmm. But what, in the 2000s, mm-hmm. the 2000s is when they started with, uh, they grew up into the social media. So when they was around five and six years old, they already knew what Facebook was, they knew Absolutely. what um, started to know what a, uh, Instagram was and all this yeah. other shit. Absolutely. So they don't even know what social distancing really even means. You're right. They You're don't right. know what sit the hell down really, really means. Yeah. I mean, sit down. No, like, and then just Lord forbid if they shut down like our internet, you know, it we don't want that it. because, I mean, we got this whole successful podcast happening. I know, right? Don't, don't want that. <laughs> right. However, they would lose <laughs> their entire minds because they don't know what it means to, like, not do this shit. Like, yeah. To live without Wi-Fi or not to be able to... Con- I mean, and again, what I generated, we didn't, we didn't grow up with Wi-Fi. Mm-mm. Or, I mean, we still had landline internet with the dial-up that... <laughs> All that stuff with uh, yeah, the walking man of AOL. <laughs> so we kind of grew up with that. So and, and even then, we had the the added advantage of you know the military where we couldn't you know we can't we couldn't call home basic training, and there's a lot of times overseas we couldn't call home. So right. you know that's cool, but just the the whole has to be connected all the time. They have to be with somebody and doing something all the time. That's what Generation Z kind of got it wrong. Even the it was Generation Z down there in Miami. Yeah, uh, last week, so they yes. need to go to spring break. Well, spring people break. came back from Florida that had the coronavirus. A lot of them came back tested positive for the coronavirus, and it was like, "Oh, I was down in spring break. What the entire fuck?" They didn't get, and, and, and so they got on TV to say, "If I get corona, I get corona." <laughs> they cared about nothing at all. Nothing. I, I was like, "I mean, if we gonna die, I mean, shit." 
Like, and gener generation, there's nothing with that generation. They don't understand their connection to everybody else due to social media. So it's not about you getting the virus and having a problem with the virus. It's about the person that you come in contact with that can't fight off the virus. And that's the, hey, Brian, that's the exponential growth. And that's how we get to the point of, you know, not being able to, to, to withstand, you know, healthcare and things of that nature because the virus has spread it so much. So exactly. I just think they didn't understand that part. Like, it's not about you. It's about everybody else around you. You carrying the you carrying the virus and you carrying it back to people who can't even uh, defend themselves. Bye. Exactly. So I, I think that was the biggest part of of that for me. Even when it when it was like first starting out and people were like, "Ah, oh, relax." And I and I got it. And we didn't want people to panic, but at the same time, we did. I did want people to prepare accordingly to to not spread it to everybody else. Like, right. if I get it, it's probably not that bad, right? I probably can fight it off. But if my grandma get it, that's it. You know. So. And I, have I just to, wanted to be mindful of that. Exactly. You have to be, you have to be mindful if you're going to be around small children, if you're going to be around um, people who are asthmatic, mm -hmm. uh, people who are already fighting off upper respiratory issues, right. lungs, you know, that's a big deal. somebody that probably has like sickle cell or just, you have to be mindful about your loved ones, what mm -hmm. kind of elements they have going on, their age, yeah. everything. Absolutely. Because a and friend of mine, like her son is like allergic to, you know, a list of things. Mm -hmm. A lot of things that his, you know, his immune system can't fight off. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, yeah, I'm like me, I'm like, yeah, I go to the store, like, I go out to the store, I risk myself, my risk my health, just getting the essentials for my family, but I still have to take proper precautions. No, I'm not going to run into a store yeah, that's like yeah. littered full of people. I'm not going to be in closed spaces, Absolutely. you know, full of people. I make sure I use my hand sanitizer. I come in the door, I take off my clothes, like in a garage, not, not take off my clothes, but you know, take off my coat. Oh yeah. Um, yeah stuff that's probably been exposed and take it off in a different room, wash my hands. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's just using the common sense things. That's all we're asking America, the world to do. Use your common sense, and that's it. But that's when we find out that maybe common sense, not so common. And yeah. people just are doing whatever they desire. So I think the, the point I wanted to drive home was the exponential growth on that. Because it's hard to explain it, to say, hey, it's not about you. It's about everybody you come in contact with and everybody that they come in contact with. That's how it grows. I mean. I don't know if they never seen the movie Outbreak, but remember that guy coughed in the, in the theater? Like, <laughs> it was burns with everybody in the theater. <laughs> we also have to think of a lot of stuff that was before their time. Oh, uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So, the movie, when did the movie Outbreak um, debut? I remember I seen it was like... What, early 90s? Or late 80s, maybe. Wasn't it? We have to look that up. because I have to look, up, look up when the movie Outbreak came out, but it, it was way before their time, but... 1989. My husband is a human Google, so he had the oh. answer right there. 1989. <laughs> he yells from upstairs. <laughs> human Google. They got the disease like it was from like a monkey or something like that. Yeah, or, yeah. Yeah. If a, movie, if a movie came out in 1989, Generation Z may or may not be abreast of the facts yeah. of that movie. But it was real. I mean, the, the context of it. They showed them in the movie theater and someone uh was laughing and they was coughing and then you saw like like little tiny little particles yeah retired, like, yeah i was like and and all those people in that theater whoever they were in contact with it spread to them and then whoever that 
that's how we get the the pandemic. You know what I mean? So if you know what we have to we have to explain it to Gen Z on a float chart. So it gotta be like a YouTube video. Ten people. I cough on ten people. And then they get it. And then when they go home to those five people, and then they got it. And then they leave and then they go to five other people and then they get it. And then you you get it? No, you don't get it. You gotta do a video. Uh the generation Z did get the matchstick video, like but the matches were all on fire, and then one match moved out of the way and then it couldn't keep growing. Like, and I, I think that was a good one to to try to explain what the domino effect when you 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 move one domino and it stops. So that's what we want. We want to stop it at, at one point. We know who has what. We can assess the damage and we can go from there. Like, if so. you're selfless enough, you could be that domino. Yeah, they need a smoking the bear. You can prevent forest. Like, you can prevent the spread of coronavirus. Coronavirus. This is you. You. You could be that person. Be that yeah. person. Be that one to step out to take preventative measures. Yeah. So you won't affect others. Exactly. Don't go to Florida. Don't spring break. And, and I have to admit that I didn't, I mean, I, I, I didn't foresee this um, where we are now. When it first started, I, I, I foresaw maybe a little, you know, shutting down, but not, not where we are now. And it's because you can't control human beings. It's kind of hard. So the only way to control them is to take away everything. And they had to take these measures because like, I felt like they, because I felt like they wasn't going to shut us down. They was talking about, like, we're going to shut down America. We was like, ooh, you're going to shut down <laughs> <laughs> oh, good luck. Ooh, oh, my God. I like to see that happen. Because <laughs> <laughs> you still have people still going to bars, crowding. This was before uh, St. Patrick's Day. People still in the bars, drinking, having a good time. Chicago people, was flooded on St. Patrick's Day. You're right. See? And they... And look, and this is when you, I guess we, this is when we should have known it was serious. They did not turn the Chicago River green. <laughs> oh my the God. First, like, the first year. We're not going to turn the river green. Right. Like, what the fuck does that have to you know? <laughs> <laughs> They didn't want you to go down and celebrate. That's why. People still did it. And I, I think that's when we had to take these drastic measures. So people still did some. Yeah. People were, and then I, I mean, myself included, but it wasn't crowded when I went, so. You was kind of crazy, too. It took, it took you a while to accept the seriousness of the situation. I mean, I. You're like, like, calm I, down, people. I, it's just a cold. <laughs> but look, I still don't even 100% necessarily believe in it because they didn't even take these drastic measures when it came down to the flu. More people die from the influenza every single year than at these rates of the coronavirus. It's like flu is still ahead of the pack. But the the rates aren't the same. So like the rate in which to spread it is is faster than the rate at which the flu spread it. You got if you do it like a two month timeline with the flu and the coronavirus, it's spreading quicker because that's where that's where the timeline is. The flu is a slower spread because it's more control. Because people are taking a vaccine and not getting the flu or reporting they have the flu. Corona is like and and this in this small time period, we only had uh, three months, two months. I don't know how long like, we don't have that. enough tests and people hoarding all the fucking masks. I got I, I feel so bad for our hospitals because you got somebody in their garage got fucking seven thousand fucking masks. Yeah, that's the problem. 
and then you can't even use them because you're not even supposed to be outside. Exactly. But the hospitals don't have masks. And, and I spoke to a few hospital workers. They, they run out of gloves. I mean, run out of soap. Run out of all the fucking, like, medical supply. Yeah, I mean, this is really because people want to, because people are hoarding. That's kind of crazy yeah. to me. People, people are hoarding, and then I was, I was on a rant about the mask because I'm like, it's only if you're sick. Yeah. It's only if you're sick. Yeah. It, it's not preventing you from getting sick. It's preventing you from making other people sick. Yeah. So yeah. It's just holding what you got. Holding it right here in your nasty mouth. It's holding it right here. Yeah. It's not stopping other people. It's not stopping you from getting it because it's still coming into your system. You're still breathing it. You're still ingesting it. Mm-hmm. Whatever is out there, you're going to get it. The mask yeah. is not stopping anything. Maybe it's just for the mental capacity. It's just psyching them out to, to make them feel good on the inside. So maybe it's some Jedi mind trick fuckery, mm-hmm. perhaps. But. Perhaps. Perhaps. Well, other than that, I'm like this. My one of my coworkers, she had on a mask, she had on gloves, but you're using the gloves, you touching everything that's not covered. Like it's not like you got your cell phone in a bag, so your cell phone is exposed, but you're using the gloves to touch your to touch your phone. You don't use the gloves all the time, so then you take your gloves off and then you're touching your phone. You still you getting infected. I think. I think people just didn't understand like things like cross contamination and stuff like that. So no. it was, it's it's been a learning curve, even with the hand washing situation. That that was actually a learning curve, apparently. So we started at ground zero. Wash your hands, wash your hands. <laughs> we're, start, we're literally starting ground zero with the coronavirus. However, I mean, like I said, I, it's been good and it's been bad, but I'm I'm hoping that the good will prevail in this in this situation and and outweigh all the crazy things that's going on. I mean, we all live together at the end of the day. And I, we're together, we're apart, I got it. But <laughs> we're, we're alone, we're together. Um, so we, we, we try, we're trying our best to combat it the best way we can and not say things that would make everybody else panic or make ourselves sound stupid. Like our girl, what's her name again? Oh, Vanessa Hudgens, oh my. I she had to say it right quick. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna add her in the conversation. I don't know if you guys like Vanessa or not, but uh, she's great. Uh, not really. So <laughs> I'm gonna show you right now. High School Musical. Some of the stupidity that uh that we've been oh whoopee. So let's let's hear what our girls at the View <laughs> were saying here. Oh, A lot of people here. are talking to social yeah. media to yeah. vent about the coronavirus, and Vanessa Hudgens just gave an example of how not to do it and ended up having to apologize for posting this video. Take a look. Yeah, till July sounds like a bunch of, I'm sorry, but like, it's a virus. I get it. Like, I respect it. <laughs> like, at the same time, like, oh my God. <laughs> even if everybody gets it, like, yeah, people are going to die. It's just terrible, but like, Jesus Christ. inevitable. I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't be doing this right now. I realized today that some of my comments are being taken out of context. Um, it's a crazy time. It's a crazy, crazy time. I don't take the situation lightly by any means. I am home. Good job, Hero. Yeah, I mean, she yeah. has more than three. Definitely, <laughs> definitely gets a good job, Hero, for that one. Because I'm like, oh, 
she's like, like, it's a crazy like, time. I mean, it's a crazy, crazy time. I mean, they're gonna die. I mean, it's inevitable. You're like, you know, come on, but Vanessa. Then, but then she thinks about it, like, should I be doing this? <laughs> no. Maybe I should say this no. right now. Maybe the timing's not right. <laughs> no. And this is one of those things to where everything, when you, when you go live, that's the yeah. problem. When you go live, there is no rerun. And especially if you have well over millions of followers, yep. someone is tuned in. Yep. Someone is doing a screen grab. Yep. Someone is sharing your information. Absolutely. And a lot of times they don't get it. They don't even pay attention to your, sorry guys, when you come out with that secondary video. Nope. That's the problem with social media. You lost them the first time. The, the outlandish, the egregious, the fucking just irresponsible shit first. Mm-hmm. And they're not, and they already gonna mark you, they're gonna judge you yep. for that first response. So that's why when you have a platform it's, such as she, especially with all these followers, the people that you influence, is very, very important because these things is, is problematic. Yeah, I think influencers should be informed before they start talking a lot of times too. And I think that's kind of the problem with social influencers sometimes. Now some are really good about researching, trying to figure it out first and then uh, talking to their followers. But that whole influencing without without information is really harmful to, to, your, to your own career, first of all. That's, that's a career killer. <laughs> I was like, imagine, look, so we all be in quarantine. That's like uh, off Friday. Nigga, how you get fired, fired. Oh, on yo, your day off? Day off. <laughs> so when all uh, when all this quarantine shit is over with, hopefully it's over with as soon as possible. They find yeah. a way to get all of these people who are sick and find a way to get them better. So yeah. we can stop the spread of this coronavirus slash COVID-19. Yeah. A lot of these people, if they're not careful, they're not even going to get a call back when all this shit is over with. So when everybody goes back to the studios, everybody picking up scripts, everybody's yeah. getting these jobs you're not gonna be called because people are already trying to cancel you yeah people are trying to ca- actively cancel you that Even was the megan, dumbest thing she could have did megan mccain like because vanessa hudgens vanessa hudgens is about what 31 32 ish mm-hmm. or whatever and megan mccain she's what 35 and she's already like eh, fuck that she canceled i ain't supporting shit she yeah. got da, 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 because mm-hmm. we're trying to get people to take it serious exactly. even, if, you know, even for the ones who who are not taking it serious. And I'm like, I know I didn't take it serious. And I'm like, I still not even, I'm still like on the fence of the seriousness of it. However, mm. I still, just in case, I still have to take those necessary precautions. Yeah. And I have been. Mm-hmm. But for you to come out and you like, uh, it's not that deep. And then that one person or those, maybe a, out of a million followers, maybe fucking 5,000 people who follow like, yeah, fuck this all bullshit. And then they leave their houses <laughs> and infect people. That's the bad part. And so many people that got hurt just from people <laughs> not believing in the virus. Like, just, just stop for a minute. It, it's not a bad thing to stop for a minute. It's not horrible. We can afford to stop. I mean, I think this will align, you know, somehow align universes and parallels to, so that we can kind of calm down and get a little funk sway going. Because we, we have been going 100 miles a minute, and we, we're going faster each day. We had to slow down a little bit. I, I think it's good for us. I mean, for, for everybody in the world. This, this slowdown is great. It's harmful, you know, but, I mean, I think when we get a chance to regroup and, and see things, it, it'll boom right after this. The economy, I don't think we 
going to sink down so so far that we can't get back up. People going to start buying stuff right after this is over. I mean, it's not going to last People probably haven't stopped buying anything. People like that. I got an app from like one of the places that I shop and it was like, hey, take a step back. Shop from home. Yeah. I've gotten a few of those too. Yeah. Like still spend money, spend money, spend money. And I don't think this is the time for everyone to be out spending money. I think because you don't really know what it's going to be like in the next coming weeks and next coming months. I think it's very important to hold on excuse me hold on to your money and if you're out shopping for clothes like you're supposed to be on lockdown who finna see them yeah it's, it's so when they step out of lockdown they want to be they want to be fresh be fly. like I mean, shit, this shit right before the before the shutdown i mean you gonna be fly why that shit you know what yeah, like like april 7 I'm, I'm coming through the door i got a hair appointment april 7 i'm coming through the door morning, like hey okay hello I'm coming through, but I, I, um, I'm getting my hair touched up. I mean, you know, yeah, it's, it'll be all right. So, I mean, as far as my lifestyle, it hasn't changed. I mean, it has as far as me having to sit down, but I'm not too worried about it. And you know, you working from home, which you're okay with that, I'm sure. Oh yeah, um, yeah. So I so, can be back in the office. But there you go. There you go. I mean, so, I think I think extrovert was it? Check on all your extrovert friends. The ones yeah. that are not okay. The ones that I'm a combination of both. Like I like to be around people, but I don't. So like I'm okay. I'm good. Yeah, I'm I, good. I think I'm okay. And I, you know, I, I'm checking on. I, only reason I check on our military friends is because we tend to be so sarcastic, and so you know, we we even though we take it seriously, everything's a joke. It ends up being or or like some type of dark humor or you know. Or we have this feeling is, I mean, it's not like we're going to die. And I think a lot of us kind of, I've seen a lot of people say that as veterans. I mean, it's not like we're going to, if I was going to die, I would have died overseas. You know, I've been through worse type of thing. And I get yeah. it. I've, well, I've had the same thoughts. We yeah. lost family members that didn't go through what you went Exactly. Through. And that's what, that's what we want to stress to the, the, our, our fellow brothers and sisters too. Like, I mean, it's not just about us too. It's it's, it's about the rest of us. I mean, knows. Of, we feel like we feel like we're immune. I mean, yeah. they literally going overseas, prepping for overseas. They shoot us up with a lot of shit. Yeah. You know? I mean, we were talking about this off camera. I mean, I, we both had the chicken, I mean, what, smallpox? Smallpox. smallpox shots, anthrax, anthrax. Series. Uh, malaria pills. Mala- oh, man. The malaria pills still got me loopy. Uh, the malaria pills that gave you nightmares and, and, and sweats. And, um, Unfortunately, they kept losing my medical paperwork. So I've had the anthrax series twice and typhoid shot maybe approximately 13, 14 times. Oh my so God. between typhoid and anthrax, I should be straight for a while. If we have a typhoid outbreak, I mean, shit, you know. I'm ready for it. They need to put me on front line for typhoid outbreak. I'm volunteering. I'll blood. help. <laughs> <laughs> Take some of my blood, make a vaccine from my blood. I'll, I'll do it, guys. No worries. No worries. Guinea. <laughs> I've had the typhoid so many times. There's typhoid everywhere. I got antibodies all over my body. Yeah. Just take blood. Take my blood. I'm good. Good. I've had so many typhoid shots, but made no goddamn sense. But you know, other than that, <laughs> we have malaria pill uh, formations. So where we had to do a formation, and everybody oh. take malaria pill. That was that was wonderful. That was. And then we had to open our mouth and prove we took it. Ah. Yeah. Open your ah. Lift your tongue up. Those were the worst times ever. I mean, yeah. the malaria pills really did not agree with me. Like, I, I used to get sick. Like, literally. It used to it, uh, ignite the bowel. So Yeah. I mean, so you either had diarrhea or you, you know, just had nightmares. Yeah. I used to have nightmares and sweats with the malaria pill. Like, 
it's messing my mind. And then they then they come out. This was my first appointment. Then they come out to say, "Hey, so uh, y'all can stop taking those pills now." <laughs> they kept taking them off the market and bringing them back, and then taking them off and then bringing them back, and then taking them off and then bringing them back. But why are we no longer at risk? I mean, yeah, but uh, no, it was wrong. Uh, no, just stop taking them. Just just discard them. <laughs> Just don't even worry about it. Just, just stop taking them. Well, well, are we any? But are we still at risk though? Yeah. 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 No. Uh, just you know, the, the, uh, we we'll have a word about it later. It was ridiculous. Out. It was absolutely ridiculous. So yeah. As far on? as that goes, you know, it is what it is. But all in all, you know, we we wanted to to check in with our our listeners. We didn't want it to be too long before you even heard our voice, and so we can light up your day. And um, we appreciate you rocking with us throughout the this this uh, coronavirus pandemic. Pandemic. And you know we're gonna keep rocking with you too. We this episode will be out soon once I edit it. And um, I've I've found out some new technology, so that's amazing. Yeah. But we also want to let you all know that even though we are alone together, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love it alone together. Um, we're still doing everything we need to do to, to keep the spread down, you know? So we're doing, we're doing our part and for all of our over 10,000 listeners, we, we're doing okay. And also if y'all got any suggestions, which I want us to talk about any games you can play during a quarantine or yeah. any books or anything that y'all want us to talk about, even, even to send us the silly videos or the, the silly sayings and all the dumb shit. Are doing during this quarantine, and we will light their ass up. Give them a good job, hero. <laughs>